Hi everyone, we're back again with a new September theatre podcast on Artsy Creator. I'm Akanksha Raja and today we have Michael Cheng, Artistic Director of Tapestry Playback Theatre with us. They're producing an upcoming show called Does It Matter? that runs through the weekend of the 16th of September. And Tapestry Playback Theatre was founded in 2002 and it's the first active group in Singapore that practices the form of playback theatre. And so we have Michael here to tell us a little bit more about this slightly less common kind of theatre. So hi Michael and welcome to Artsy Creator. Hi, hello everyone. Tell us more about Tapestry Playback Theatre and uh, its origins and the, the kind of ethos that drives the company. Well, so we are a theatre group um, that bases our work on playback theatre, which is a form of improvisational theatre. Um, it is also a form of community theatre, so that's what we're interested in. Um, getting conversations going on in the community um, and presenting that in an artistic way. So we came together in 2002 and of course uh, over the years we've had many personal changes uh, but right now basically we are a group of 12 and uh, we don't have any full-time staff so basically we're a group of volunteers that come together to mm. commit to practicing playback theatre and um, we'll do whatever it takes to put on playback theatre shows and to do workshops so on and so forth. Could you just describe the playback theatre form and what it's like for the audience to experience it? So what's kind of the, the goal of playback theatre? So the idea of playback theatre is very simple. Um, somebody from the audience will share a moment or a story and on stage the performers will play it back in an artistic form. Um, we have different dramatic structures for different kinds of sharings from short moments to longer stories. Uh, but the whole basic idea behind it is um, creating this platform for people to share stories. And through the sharing of stories, uh, we want to have a community dialogue about certain issues, about what's current in our lives. And um, through that, we hope to drive um, some kind of uh, social change, but through the sharing of stories. It's basically creating a space for community dialogue. Mm -hmm. So you're the... I'm, I'm an artistic director. Right. So I came in in about 2005 mm -hmm. and um, when I first came in uh, it was because I saw a performance mm -hmm. and it was it was uh, mind-blowing because it was improvisational but it was very far away from for example um, improv comedy. Uh, this was something with heart, this was something that was very grounded in community and yet at the same time it had a certain kind of uh, beauty, a certain kind of aesthetics mm -hmm. that spoke um, to the soul, very mm -hmm. directly to the um, to the individual and it also creates a sense of community and I was drawn to that. Mm -hmm. So of course I came in thinking that oh this looks easy and mm -hmm. this looks like something I could do but as I practiced and I learned more I discovered it was a, it was a lot more to take in. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing this for, for I don't know 12, 13 years and I'm mm -hmm. still learning new things as I go along and uh, the current focus is to um, make the practice of playback theatre um, as good a practice as we can, but also at the same time to be able to spread the word about playback theatre so that many people can access it and maybe practice it. Um, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we just want to make the world a better place. So we believe playback theatre is a very viable tool to do that. Mm. It sounds a lot like forum theatre or mm -hmm. theatre of the oppressed, which is a kind of theatre where, for example, um, a, scene, a, sen a scenario is played out on mm -hmm. stage and the audience has the opportunity to stop it and change the course of, of things. So what would you say are like the differences between these two different kinds of theatre and what's uh, what appeals to you about playback theatre specifically? 
So I think first of all we have to acknowledge that there is some common roots um, playback theatre and uh, theatre of the oppressed. Um, both founders of the form uh, was in some way influenced by this book called Pedagogy of the Oppressed. Mm -hmm. uh, but saying that uh, the two forms or the two methodologies, if you want to call it that, um, have gone on separate paths. Mm. Um, in form theatre you have uh, somebody coming up from the audience to take on a role in on stage and interact with the other actors and, and to practice the finding of solutions and to practice um, to see whether solutions work or not and to see what kind of community wisdom arises from the trying out of different um, interventions. Mm -hmm. um, in playback theatre, the focus is slightly different. We're not really about looking for solutions. Um, we're not looking to um, kind of invite people up to the stage to take part in the enactment. Um, the audience's job in playback theatre is simple. We invite you to share a story. We invite you to share something personal from your life and then the performers take over. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one clear difference. Um, another clear difference is, well, again, the, the common thing about both forms is that they're both um, theater for social change, um, but we go about it in a different way. Uh, we go about it acknowledging that each individual is um, valuable, each person has a story, and each story is to be valued for its own sake. And we kind of um, hold a conversation through the exchange of stories. So in playback theatre, very often we find that one story answers the previous story. And throughout the night, we might have um, four, five, even up to six stories mm -hmm. that if we examine and we, we look at it very carefully, they, are all, uh, they all have a common thread, they all have mm -hmm. common themes, and they're all answering to, to, to the one that came before. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, um, we're building community wisdom through mm -hmm. the exchange of stories. And so does each performance revolve or end up revolving around one central topic or can it digress in different uh, into different themes or different ideas? Well, playback theatre, there are two basic modes. Um, one is a performance model, mm -hmm. where the audience comes, um, share stories and we perform. The other one is in a workshop model, where participants mm -hmm. might be a bit more actively engaged in playing out one another's stories. Um, but in a performance model, um, well, sorry, I kind of forgot the question. Does the performance or the session revolve around a specific theme or does it branch out into different So in, in performance, most of the time we have a specific theme. Mm -hmm. So we've done themes like where are we going, we've done themes like um, maybe if, um, if I could. So they're kind of general but there mm -hmm. is a specific um, question that we're asking uh, in terms of what's important to you, mm -hmm. in terms of how can we make um, this community a better place to live in, what kind of community you want to build. So in that sense, uh, we do structure or we do um, guide the conversation, but we're very open to anything that comes up because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's about serving the personal story. Mm -hmm. So that comes first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So we, we, the next show is called Does It Matter? And we're looking at um, stories about civic mindedness. We're looking at stories about how it's like to live in your neighborhood, in this mm -hmm. society, in this country, in this world. And um, we invite all kinds of stories, and we'll, we're interested to see what kind of conversations come up from that. Mm. So we're not, we're not into controlling stories. Any story will be welcome. Mm, so th have there been any instances where, for example, um, a member of the audience shares their story and the performers start enacting it, but the audience member kind of doesn't really agree with 
how it's articulated on stage? Um, I think in our early days, uh, probably more so than now. Mm -hmm. um, that's part of the reason why we train and we practice. Um, we meet every week to practice for three hours, and uh, it's an improvisational form. Mm -hmm. So we kind of practice um, how do we aesthetically um, play back a story, but at the same time we study what is the story, what is beyond mm -hmm. the story, what is um, what are the layers of the story, mm -hmm. and then we try to honor it as best as we can. Mm -hmm. So it's the kind of um, play or performance, if you want to call it that, um, that it's not really about the individual actor and how well we act. It's more really about whether we're honoring the story. Mm -hmm. um, so truthfulness matters, whether we're authentic matters, mm -hmm. and that's what we practice so that it is safe for the teller, mm -hmm. the teller of the story, so that it doesn't become something else so mm -hmm. that in essence it is still the teller story mm. when someone tells a story it kind of comes from their perspective and mm -hmm. their view of things so i mean even if it's maybe contentious or controversial do you stay true to the the teller's perspective mm -hmm. or do you open up the space for possibilities of you know how the situation or the story could pan out you know mm -hmm. in other people's perspectives do you yeah so <laughs> in playback theater um we try to create this platform or this space that is safe enough for all kinds of viewpoints. Mm -hmm. um, we, we are not into getting only correct viewpoints or politically correct answers. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to acknowledge each and every story. And of course, sometimes there are stories in which the moral values or the viewpoints we don't quite agree with, mm -hmm. but our job is not to disagree or to what we think is uh, correct. Mm -hmm. We're not going to correct it, but we might leave it to the next few stories to answer this. Okay. So what I mean by that is if somebody comes out and says that, you know, um, I think dogs are wonderful, you know, cats are horrible, we're not, we're not going to say, you know, cats are actually quite cool. We're going to leave it to somebody else from the audience to offer another story in which cats mm -hmm. are seen to be cool as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's a very simple um, analogy. But you can imagine extra extrapolating that to, for example, political issues, social issues. Mm -hmm. Um, so you've been with the group since 2005, you've been working with them for two th since 2005. Um, and since then, I guess the emergence of the internet and like the proliferation of social media kind of opens up these spaces for the sharing and resharing of stories. And people are more, I, I suppose one could generalize that people are more um, open these days or more, more confident these days to share stories and be vulnerable in a public space like the internet. So, so similarly, have you noticed in terms of audience re reception or audience participation, has there been a, any changes? Have they become more willing to um, discuss and debate? Well, I think in, in it's quite hard to say because I think over the years, uh, in our 15 years, we've gotten better at inviting stories. Mm -hmm. You know, if we... In, in our very early days, um, maybe we're not so well-versed in this form. Um, there'll be awkward silences, you know, we're saying who has the next story and nobody raises their hand. Uh, but we've gotten better at that. Mm -hmm. And I think the need for somebody to share, for somebody to be listened to, is always there. And I, I would even say that it's even more urgent now mm -hmm. because we're, s we're so bombarded by information. Mm -hmm. Our lives are so busy, we've got so many responsibilities, so many things pulling at our attention. Um, that we do need that space to just settle down, slow down, um, open our hearts and to listen to one another. So, I mean, even in, in, in a HDBS state, you don't you rarely find that. It might be a simple, hello, yes, yes, I've eaten, uh, where are you going, are you going to school? 
But the deeper conversation, I think we've lost that space for that. So in mm. today's world, I think it's even more needed. Mm. Um, and like I said, we've gotten better at it. So it's we, we kind of guide the audience to to, sh- to, to get more comfortable in sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still say though that there are still some maybe taboo areas that uh, people are a little bit more um, tentative about sharing. Um, for example, LGBT issues, for mm-hmm. example, coming out stories. Um, we get those from time to time, but we also notice that yes, it's about how safe we set the space, mm-hmm. how inviting we are, and how open we are to alternative views. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, ho- I hope you're doing a, a good job, but we also know there's a lot more um, room for us to grow because in this world there's lots more um, contentious issues to talk about. Mm. So have there ever been any arguments or disagreements that have broken out during a show? Um, during a session? Well, not really. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I don't really remember any specific incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think in, in playback theatre we have uh, the facilitator or we call the conductor mm-hmm. and, and the conductor's job is to facilitate that dialogue, is mm-hmm. to invite the stories and is to guide the audience. So from that point of view, as long as we do our job, um, we will make it very open to all kinds of views and um, if you disagree, it's okay, but what's your story like? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of atmosphere we create and so far I think we've done pretty well in that. Mm. We don't have like outright quarrels or, or, you know, I disagree with this and that. Um, and even if they did, come tell us your story. We'll mm-hmm. perform your story um, with the same respect and with the same um, honouring as we did the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you could choose one particularly memorable story or particularly mer- memorable to you uh, <laughs> session, <laughs> would you be able to tell us a bit about that? Um, I, I think that's a very challenging question. Um, I've heard so many stories, I've done this for so many years. Um, or one that's particularly, I guess, changed your perspective on something or changed your life in some way. Uh, um, I think one of the earlier memorable stories was when Tapestry was in Cambodia. Um, we were working in a home uh, for children rescued from prostitution, from domestic abuse. And um, at that time, we were very eager. We, were, uh, we wanted to very eagerly create that space. Um, and we discovered that there was this particular point in time, this, this little girl, um, all she said was, you know, I was bullied by my uncle. But knowing the context of, of where we're working and who we're working with, we knew that meant something worse than you know, the word bully. It was very insufficient. Um, but just that instant was enough. Um, the girl broke down. Um, we played it back as best as we could at that time. And it just made me realize that you know everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. And we want to create a space for everybody to be able to feel safe to tell that story. Mm-hmm. So that really opened up um, more possibilities for me in terms mm-hmm. of you know, it sometimes it's very privileged. I mean, who gets to tell the story, right? Yeah. You know, the people who can buy tickets to shows, or you know, the people who feel brave enough to say something different, and that that's also indicative of the kind of social status you have, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I I want to be able to, and, and that instant made me realize that how do I create that space for everyone in different mm-hmm. context. So to wrap up, uh, the dates and times of um, does it matter and why people can buy tickets. Yep, so uh, to get tickets, you go to doesitmatter.pitix.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, the venue is at Topayo Central Community Club. Mm-hmm. 
and um, we're grateful for, for that CC as well because they've been hosting us for the last few years. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the 16th, we're performing at 7.30 and on the 17th, we're performing at 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So, so one more thing that I wanted to add, which, uh, which is that you know, at the start, we talked about Tapestry being the one and only active playback theater company um, in Singapore. But I'm glad to say that in the last few years, uh, there have been different groups coming up. Mm -hmm. um, some of them, I hope, they will be sustainable in the years to come. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, one group now, uh, Three Cups of Kopi, they are a group that is about nine, ten months old, and they just had their first performance as well. Mm. Um, last weekend, there was a church group that was using playback theater, and they were performing in Center 42. Mm -hmm. so, so there are pockets of playback coming up, and we're part of this whole big movement, um, which is a global movement. It's, yeah. it's present in 60 other countries around the world, um, and, and uh, it's a wonderful community to be a part of. Mm. Sounds promising. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us and um, we're excited to see the show. Thank yeah. you for your time. Thank you.